Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast. I'm here with one of my favorite guys, Mitch Eisenstein. It's a tough day for Mitchell today. We're going to get there a little later. I'm sorry, Mitchell. I'm sorry. Richard, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was crying earlier today before we jumped on. It's been a long weekend. I mean, the Harbaugh brothers kicked me when I was down last night, 49 nothing Michigan against my alma mater, Michigan State. And then the Detroit Lions just, I don't even know. But we can get to that later, Richard. We got, we got news to talk about up in Seattle. I mean, let's start with some level of positivity here before you Defense. beat me. Defense. 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 Oh, defense. What a difference Richard, a year, a couple weeks makes, Mitchell. This defense, everybody last year, oh, they got to figure it out on defense. What's Clint Hurt doing? Two weeks in a row, they don't win because of their, their defense. Well, last week they should have won because of their defense. They did not win, but their defense played really well against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. The offense disappeared in the red zone, gave up some sacks, and play as well as they needed to. This week, again, the defense was not going to allow this thing to go bad. The Seahawks had three turnovers in the game. They came into the game with only three turnovers on the season, Mitchell. So Pete Carroll prides his teams on turnover differential. Like, we're, you're, you're not going to give the ball away. That's not going to be how we lose the game. <sighs> Unfortunately, they turned it over. But they only scored three points off of them, Mitchell, because of that Seahawks defense. Give Jordan Brooks a lot of credit. Daryl Taylor. Daryl Taylor had a coming out party. They had four sacks on the game. Jaron Reed. Con- continues his leadership in his career year. Boye Mafe got him on the board again. Uh, guys are getting there. They're getting a lot of pressure, but don't forget about the, the Hall of Famer. First ballot, nine-time All-Pro. Is it 10 now? Might be 10. It's going to, I mean, infinite. It doesn't matter. when they, start, they They'll talk to accolades on the first ballot when they give him his jacket. But his leadership 
along with this corner play. These corners are playing some really good football. These safeties, Quandre Diggs, Julian Love, and then guess who's back? Guess who's back off the mosaic? Jamal Adams, one of the better safeties in the National Football League, is back and playing his role incredibly well. Give him all the credit in the world. Geno played, played good enough. But JSN, DK Metcalf was down coming into this game. He was injured. He did not play. did not suit up. So they needed a bigger game from Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, and he delivered for a touchdown in the game, his first career touchdown. First of many, first of many, led the team in receiving Mitchell. It was a joy to watch. I can't wait. I think these Seahawks, are they going to sneak into my power rankings? Ah, I wanted that win last week. Do I want to sneak them in? Oh, I wanted that win last week, Mitchell. You give me that win last week? Damn, my power ranks. I don't know. I want to put them I want to put them in, Mitchell. What you think? I, I think that this team's looking pretty darn good. And, Richard, I'll say this. You touched on it briefly. JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigbutt needed this game more than anyone else on the Seahawks roster. I mean, he's the highly touted, you know, first-round pick out of Ohio State. I was talking about him before he was even drafted. I love this kid. I mean, he was a beast at Ohio State. And, Richard, he finally got his name called. His, it, DK Metcalf being out this game was probably the best thing that could have happened to the Seattle Seahawks because I think it gave JSN some confidence. I think they've... Got another guy in that offense. And Richard, John Schneider has done it again after again mm -hmm. after again. It reminds me when you were drafted. I mean, there was three drafts in a row where he just hit it out of the park. And Richard, he did it. He's done it consecutive drafts. I mean, Seattle stacked with young talent. Offensive line, young talent. You know, you already touched the defensive lines getting after the quarterback. Bobby Wagner holding it down. The skill positions now are starting to rise up. You see my boy K-9 still doing what he's doing, over 100 yards. Yes, I mean, come on now. Yes, sir. But the arrival of JSN, if this team wants to tip the scales and turn into NFC contenders, it starts with that man right there. And then you Richard, can't forget about Bobo. Bobo Mitchell from uh, UCLA. He's playing good football. He's been, you know, he was a he was a feel-good story coming out of training camp, making the team. People didn't expect a lot. He had four catches for 61 yards, a TD, his first career touchdown, along with uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. These guys are going to be part of the future. Foundational pieces is what John Snyder has found. Foundational. You talk about Devin Witherspoon and how he played against one of the best receivers in the National Football League and Jamar Chase, fearless. And that's not even including a pick six, I mean, a couple games ago, 97 yards or so. I'm sure that's some kind of Seahawks rookie record. Then you talk about Tariq Woolen, who we haven't heard a lot about because it's not a lot to hear. He's playing good football. You're not going to hear about him. Then you talk about Boye Mafe, like amongst the league leaders in pressure rate and, and pass rush win rate. Of course he is. And Jaron Reed, a guy who they let go somewhere else, but he, they drafted him to the Seattle Seahawks initially. Another another guy, and then Daryl Taylor, who hasn't who hasn't had the best start to his career, but showed flashes uh, week in and week out and finally got home this week. And then you got Jackson Smith and Jigba. Then you got the two tackles, Abe Lucas and Charles Cross. And then you got your boy K-9 Mitchell. I could go on and on. The the biggest scouting story I think of the of everything you just said is Jake Bobo. The guy ran a four nine nine at the combine, Rich. That that he's not an offensive guard. He is a wide receiver in this league running a four nine nine. God bless him. Four receptions, sixty one yards, and a tutty, a nice little toe tap that they reviewed in that end zone. 
Richard, Seattle fans should be happy. They got a big game next week against the up-and-coming Browns. For a limited time, Verizon customers can get Netflix and NFL Plus for just $25 a month with Plus Play. That's $120 of annual savings. Plus Play is a platform where Verizon customers can shop, manage, and save on subscriptions you already love, like Netflix and NFL Plus. With NFL Plus Premium, you get access to live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, and more. Just go to verizon.com forward slash plus play to bundle and save on Netflix and NFL plus today for a limited time only. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Richard. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. That's code Richard. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. But we got to go to Baltimore. And this is the point. Richard, you've got to uplift my spirits here because... I'm to the point where I'm just, you know, I told you last week, I was fired up. This is an opportunity for them to really show who they are, to make a statement they're the number one team in this league. I thought they were going to do it, and I was I was oh so wrong. Mitchell, I, what in the world happened? Mitchell, I like the Detroit Lions. I do. I, I, I like them. I cheer for them. I wanted to feel good. Dan Campbell's a good guy. You know, my boy E-Man just went out, but he's with the, those guys. They got a lot of good players that you want to cheer for. I like Jared Goff, but Mitchell... They better not run into no red lights on their way home because they got the brakes beat off of them. Mitchell, they, they ain't going to be able to stop, Mitchell, because they got the brakes beat off of them. They went to Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson said, Usher, watch this, <laughs> Mitchell. And he, he did it with his legs. He did it with his arm. He had 155.8 passer rating, three touchdowns passing, 21 of 27, 357 along with nine rushes for 36 yards, Mitchell, and he went to his favorite guys. He went to Mark Andrews all the time. And Mitchell, he did it. Zay Flowers, the Boston College product, out there making big play after big play. It was fun to watch that offense, if you're a fan of the Baltimore Ravens, that is, of course, because they've been struggling. You know, you you look at that team, and you look how they played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're like, hmm, maybe this team isn't who we thought they were. And then this game... Against one of the top teams in the National Football League, a lot of people, some people had him number one in their power rankings. Not me. Not me. I didn't have him number one, Mitchell. I didn't, mm, two. Mm. Uh, and I I, you you, you talked me into the two. I almost went four. But, but I, I, you know, I'm going to start going with my first. But, uh, but they did, like, you can't, you can't speak highly enough about, about what Lamar Jackson did in this game. Uh, they he executed at a high level against a really good team. Jared Goff struggled. This was probably his worst game, maybe his worst game as a Lion. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown still got his, but under 10 yards to catch. Jamar Gibbs was was having a solid game, you know, both on the ground and through the air, but some of those were garbage yards. But Lamar Jackson against NFC teams is 16-1. and one. I, I mean, 
with the way everybody else is playing, I mean, Pat Mahomes played crazy today. He threw for 424. So, but I think Lamar Jackson is in that MVP race with him. Obviously, CMC struggled last week and got hurt. <sighs> I, 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 I mean, Baltimore was up 28 nothing before Detroit ever got a first down, Mitchell. That's that kind of beating is rare. I, can I speak now? Because I feel like you just put me to the ground oh, deeper and deeper and deeper, Rich. I I, 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 I mean, I feel – I already told you I was on, on the verge of tears, man. You know? I, 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 I beat you down I, before I build you Rich, up. Rich, do something to, do, do something to I, lift I, my I, spirits I, 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 here. I'm I mean, about my, to build you up. Mitchell, you know what's going to build you up, Mitchell? The Raiders. All right, go the, ahead. The, the, the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders are going to build, okay. build you up, okay. Mitchell. You want to take Ooh. a fun trip, Mitchell? You, you get in that plane, that plane – you know, I know Delta's not a sponsor, but I'm Delta Diamond, so I'm going to mention them today. You get in that Delta flight, you know, go ahead and, and find you a nice seat, maybe an exit row, first class if you're feeling sexy, and get on to Las Vegas, get you a nice seat in that stadium, Mitchell. Probably a lot of free seats because Raiders fans ain't going ain't gonna to keep coming to these stadiums if they're getting beat by the well, Bears the way they did. Rich, well, well, I would love, love, love to go to Las Vegas. The game's in Detroit. So what? it makes me feel even better. What? Yeah, it makes me feel even better because I can just drive 15 minutes down the road. I can tailgate and I can enjoy a bounce back game against the Raiders. But Richard, like you said, the game was 28 nothing before the Lions even got the first down. And I'll say this much. As a guy that follows the NFC that doesn't get to watch every one of Lamar Jackson games, Lamar Jackson looks like a legit MVP candidate right now. I mean, on that second touchdown to Nelson Aguilar, Richard, he was scrambling in the back of the – he was scrambling in the pocket, out of the pocket. 9.8 seconds before he released the football to Nelson Aguilar. There is no other person on this universe that can make a play like that. He is a one-on-one guy, and he is not a run-first quarterback anymore. He's making plays with his arms. 21 to 27, 357 yards, three touchdowns. I if he I don't know how they can keep playing like yeah, that. But if they do play like that, Baltimore said a lot to me today. They are a legitimate contender in the AFC. And I'm just praying. I, I I'm just praying don't know who's that this good was just right one now. of those games for the Lions, Rich. I'm just praying. Richard, it pains me to do this, but we have to do it. Mm. We got our friends over at Uber Eats. Eh, our segment brought to you by Uber Eats, the almost, almost perfect defense where we highlight the NFL defense that put on the week's most dominating performance. It hurts, but the Baltimore Ravens deserve it, Richard. They, they absolutely killed my Detroit Lions, allowing a season-low six points for my Detroit Lions. Picked off Jerry Goff, sacked them five times. They were all over the field. Uh, they ended the Lions' 15-game streak mm. of scoring 20-plus points. Uh, Baltimore has allowed an NFL low seven touchdowns this season. Uh, Richard, th this team, uh, they're looking pretty damn good. Your thoughts on this Baltimore defense? Well, you got to give them credit, man. Show you, like you said, seven touchdowns on the entire season. They're playing great football. They're winning ball games. And Lamar Jackson is playing his best football at the time they need him to play his best. Whew. I mean, I get, I understand that why. That's why they were the almost almost perfect defense of the week and remember you can order almost almost anything you want with uber eats the official partner the official on-demand partner of the nfl order now 
I just don't know who's good in the NFL right now. You know, Baltimore loses to Pittsburgh, and then I'm like, okay, right. Baltimore, maybe they are who we think they are. And then Detroit's beating everybody and then loses by 32 to Baltimore. And you're like, wait, what? And then you're like, the Buffalo Bills, they're, they're who we think they are. And then, of course, Mitchell, the Buffalo Bills do what, Mitchell? They they want to make sure that I know I want to – they want to make sure my power rankings just get destroyed week in and week out. They go out to London town and lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who may find their way into my, my power rankings. I just saw them in person, and they looked very impressive. Now, could they have still lost that game? Potentially. But they didn't lose it. They won it. So they're going to find their way in. But Buffalo Bills had what most would consider a layup. A layup in New England. You know, you know, sitting there watching Belichick. Mac Jones has been terrible the whole year. People were, people were hearing about Belichick's extension in, in private and secret and like, oh, my God, what are they doing? Like, yada, yada. I was sitting there calling for maybe Belichick, you should sit down. But, of course, he didn't sit down. His defense played really well. Josh Allen threw interceptions, 27 to 41 for 265. Just wasn't that impressive. He fumbled the football. They held James Cook relatively quiet. Stephon Diggs, they held him in check. Um, that defense that you you expect so much from in Buffalo just did not have it today. They didn't have it. They let Mac Jones be efficient to the to the tune of 25 to 30 for 272 and two touchdowns with no interceptions. Mac Jones been giving interceptions to everyone. I almost caught one the other day, and I haven't suited up in two years. <laughs> and they did 126.7 passer rating. I got you, babe. I, I hear you. My boy KB got him six for 63 in a tug. Jabril, Jabril Peppers played well. That was New England's second win of the season. Now, there's some concern. that got to be concerned in Buffalo. You go out and lose to Jacksonville, which Jacksonville is winning right now. They're 5-2. and two. You can People can understand that loss. Man, Jacksonville came early. You know, they're coming together. You know, good coach and Doug Peterson. All right, we got you. We got you. Good defensive coordinator. Mike Caldwell got those guys getting the football, turning the ball over. Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, is is amongst the lead leaders in sacks. Okay, I'm, I can live with that. But New England? Division game? And they have the bottom? They got one win on the seats? I don't know, Mitchell. That just didn't feel right. And that's they're going to make their way out of my power rankings, and they got a lot of questions to answer. Uh, they sure do. I This one, to me, is more shocking than the Lions. I mean, I... I, I in the back of my mind, the Lions going in, into Baltimore, pulling off a win, like, I I was optimistic of it, but it didn't happen. They got blown out. Stuff like that happens. We saw Miami get blown out against these same Bills team, right? right. The Bills, to your point, they, they needed to secure this identity as the elites in the AFC, and you figured they would do it against New England, and they take the L. And... and I just, I'm confused. I'm right there with you, Rich. I was wrong about pretty much every game today. And this game is the most puzzling to me because I thought New England was the rock bottom of this league. And maybe, just maybe, Bill Belichick has got something up his sleeve still, Rich. But Mac Jones, 25 of 30, 272 and two tutties. And this team looks like they got a little bit of life in them. I, I, maybe this is their last one of the year, but they sure made it look good right now, Rich. They made it look good right now. And and good for them, you know. They're battling. They got some some tough games on the on the docket, but I don't know what tough games look like for them now because they beat Buffalo, but they got Miami again. Um, they made it a dog fight last time, and you know I'm sure it's going to be a dog fight this time. I still think Miami's going to win it, but 
I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know. But the Bills got the Bucks, Mitchell, and guess where they go? I get to go see them. TNF, Amazon Prime. Make sure you get your Prime membership so you can catch that game because I will be there. Or y'all can be square. And I'm going to be trying to figure out who Josh Allen is, who Baker Mayfield is. They scored 13 points today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but I got to watch that game, Mitchell, and I get to analyze it. You know, people don't always like what I got to say, but I tell you, I tell you what, I just say what the tapes say. Maybe y'all don't watch the tape. I don't, I'm not a fan of either team. Now, I might be a little biased with the Seattle Seahawks and uh, San Francisco 49, but outside of that, I'm pretty straight. I'm going to call it like I see it. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. And the one I'm going to call, like I see, is the L.A. Chargers. <sighs> what is going on? Like, this is why when, when the Dallas Cowboys beat them, you know, by three, and Skip Bayless was over there, you know, to the mountaintops. 
I was like, eh, I don't <laughs> know because they give up 300 yards passing a game and you, you guys only had 270. Um, but you know who took full advantage of that? Patrick Mahomes. He threw for 424, four touchdowns, 129.5 passer rating each. Like, is there too much talent on this defense for them to be getting shredded? And especially in the secondary. You've got good secondary players, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James. I mean, Davis is a pretty good solid corner. Like, he's not bad. I don't understand why it's this bad. And they have a coach that's supposed to be a defense. Brandon Staley's supposed to be a defensive coach. When when the Rams were having all those great years and defense was playing out of their mind, he was the coordinator. And everybody thought he's so innovative. People still in his concepts, still in his plays, still in his coverages. What's going on? Like, it's like you are taking... You know how you say it. you take you you could take whatever and make lemonade, Mitchell. He's taking sugar, water, lemons, and making feces somehow, Mitchell. Mitchell, it's it stinks. <laughs> it does not smell good. And they let Travis Kelce like you didn't even get surprised. It's not even like they they said, hey, you know, we're gonna let somebody else beat us. You're gonna let Sky Moore beat you or McCole Hardman who just got in. Like we're gonna let. You know, Valdez Scantling, you know, he went off. He had three big catches for 84 yards and touchdown. You let Travis Kelsey, his go-to guy, his guy, main guy, catch 12 footballs for 179 yards in a, in a touchdown? When you got Jerwin James? I, Mitchell, I know some 12-year-olds, some 10-year-olds. My son Raiden can get on Madden right now and come up with a plan to make sure at least Travis don't have 12 for 179. Like, they can find out some plan for him. Maybe he might have eight for, for 95 in a touchdown. But 12 for 195, 179, Mitchell, that's inexcusable. I really don't understand how you do that as a defense. Great job, Travis. You know, no no slight to Travis, but he's their best player. It's no surprise he's getting the ball. I, I, I'm right there with you. Brandon Staley's job, he's got to be – his seat has got to be super hot because this team, they've got all the talent in the world on both sides of the ball, and they're two and four. They just can't get it done. There's nothing surprising about this team. You know, it's to me, if you put a legit coach, you put give Dan Campbell the reins in LA, Rich. Mm. Give Dan Campbell. This team might be four and two. Mm. Every week, week in, week out. And you know what? You know what's special about the Chargers, Richard? They they are the honorees of our uh, of our Morgan and Morgan segment this week. This this week's making it look easier. Player of the week brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Travis Kelsey because of Brandon Staley's inability to take the best player on the field outside of Patrick Mahomes out of the game. They just give him free reign. Hey, let's just match a linebacker against him all day. Twelve receptions, one seventy nine, and a tutty rich. Travis Kelsey is our Morgan and Morgan making it look play making it look easy player of the week. I, I don't know if much else needs to be said, but I think the Chargers are at rock bottom right now. Travis Kelsey's clearly doing something right, both on and off the field. Rich, let's let's look at both. You know, come on, let's go TMZ here, right? He just bought a new house in Kansas City, Metro. for his love life with Tyler Taylor Swift to blossom, and now his. Now his playing career continues to blossom. And Mitchell, I heard a lot. Travis Kelsey's are making making it look easy. Travis Kelsey's player of the week. Player of the week. Player of the week. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan and Mer More. If you are ever injured, you can check out Morgan and Morgan. Go to forthepeople.com. 
slash Sherman or dial pound law. That is pound five two nine. Winning in this league is incredibly hard, especially if you're a Detroit Lions fan right now. It's hard, man. Or if you're an LA Chargers fan. But hiring Morgan and Morgan is really easy. Richard, let's take it down to Cleveland. Or let's take it down to Indy. Indianapolis, where the Cleveland Browns continue their win streak here. They're four and two. How good are the Cleveland Browns? What are your, what are your expectations of this team? Are they ever going to see Richard Sherman's power ranks in their, your top five? And what do they have to do oh, to earn your respect, Rich? Yeah, Mitchell, they're 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 sneaking in there. Their defense is going to be the what the reason they get in there one of these days, Mitchell. And this is probably honestly their worst defensive day. And they had a great day. Sure. And and. Miles Garrett had a tremendous day, a defensive player of the year type day. This is a, a career-defining type day. Two forced fumbles on – I think he had two forced fumbles on sacks. One of them led to a touchdown. A blocked field goal that almost led to another touchdown. He was single-handedly keeping them in the game for a while when, when Deshaun Watson was trying to throw the game away. And we got to figure out what's wrong with Deshaun Watson. Clearly, we were all concerned and like, oh, why, why is he – you know, the coach says he's healthy enough to play, and he's not playing. And then he's they're like, oh, we don't, you know, it's nothing structurally wrong with it. But clearly something's wrong with it. He does not look like himself. He was one for five for five yards in an interception, almost had a second interception before they gave the reins to P.J. Walker. I don't – I really want to know what's going on. But that defense is playing good football. But Gardner Minshew was having his way for a little while, Mitchell. He was having his way until Denzel Ward – Got that interception. He was having his way, slicing and dicing. He was 15 and 23 for 305 and two touchdowns. He he also had two rushing touchdowns in Mitchell. Sometimes it's subtraction. I mean, addition by subtraction. You lose the rookie for the year, and people are like, oh, it's the backup Gardner Minshew. No, you better be careful with these backups. It's a couple of them. Jameis, Dalton, Minshew, they can have bad games. Hmm. It's the reason they backups. You will say that. But if they're on, they are on. And he was on today. And then you look at Jonathan Taylor. You forgot about him. Three catches, 45 yards, eight rushes for 75 yards. Michael Pittman Jr. only had two catches. Bombs. And guy had him a touchdown. But they got cheated, Mitchell. Didn't they get cheated? I feel like they got cheated. I think they did, too. I mean, I think the Colts probably deserve to play the, to win this game. They played one of the best games of the year. I think they found a stud in Josh Downs, too, out of UNC. Mm -hmm. Five receptions, 125, and a touchdown. But something, there's something to be said here. I mean, obviously, there's controversy at the end of this game. You know, back-to-back -back penalties on the Colts, an illegal contact, a defensive pass interference. Um, you know, a, a fumble was nullified by the defensive pass interference. I mean, there was a lot going on there. Um, I think the Browns got very fortunate to win this game. But that being said, they did win the game, they win it. And, and they won it. They won it down to Sean Watson. They won it with PJ Walker at the helm. Um, they've 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 overcome adversity this year. You know, Nick Chubb goes down, a catastrophic knee injury. Right, Jerome Ford rises to the occasion. Big run early in this game from him. The Browns, you know, it, it, they they clearly have a defensive player of the year candidate. Miles Garrett to me is. The best thing to come to Cleveland outside of LeBron James, athletically, yes, right? I mean, the guy is an absolute stud muffin, and he he's he's doing it stud muffin. Rich, I mean, how else would you classify? The guy? I don't know. I had a lot he's of things in muffin, line dude. before stud muffin. But I'm with you, man. <laughs> I, if if they got a player they can build around, he is he is he is San Francisco's Nicholas John Bosa. This guy 
can do it. And and Cleveland, if they get healthy at the right time, they could be a force in the AFC. We shall see. Um, you know, again, they're playing your Seahawks. They're in Seattle next week. So that, that's going to be the benchmark game for them. Let's see what they do there. And we're going to revisit if they're legit or not. And, and if they win that game, Rich, just maybe, just maybe they deserve to be in your top five. But I don't want to set it for you. That's up to you. Yeah, 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 Mitchell. You, you're not going to set it for me. I, I know I know what you got going Um, But but you're right. But they have a good defense. But this is the worst they've played. They gave up 456 yards to Gardner Minshew, 38 points. To Gardner Minshew, you, we all talked about how well they played against the San Francisco 49ers and how well they had been playing all uh, all season. This was kind of a downer game, but they still found a way to win with P.J. Walker. I'm excited to see what they're going to do against the Seattle Seahawks because the Seattle Seahawks defense is playing really good right now, and I'm excited for that matchup. The Colts and Saints are going to be an interesting matchup. The loser of that game is going to have a lot of questions to answer. Derek Carr, what's going on with you? Why why are things going so bad? Why are you getting pissed off at people when you're making a wrong read on the play? Things of that nature. Oh, they're killing the kid who dropped the pass. But it's another week, and Green Bay loses to Mm. the Denver Broncos for their second win of the season, Mitchell. Mm. This just tells me no one wants Caleb Williams in the draft because every team that had an opportunity to just tank and – set their sights on the future for for Mr. Caleb Williams just won today and Denver's another team that did just that um I don't know about this team I I my my I feel the same way about this team as when they came into this week I'm not a fan of the Denver Broncos team I think they've got a lot of questions to be answered but this game tells me the Green Bay Packers are in some trouble Rich <sighs> They do not look good by any means right now. I think that we're going to have to see a factory reset of this team. I don't know if Jordan loves the guy. I know he's I know he's still young, but, I mean, let's be real here. He's been in this league for several years now. He played behind one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, Aaron Rodgers, and he just, he's not. He, you know what, Mitchell? You know what? He, he's not doing anything super impressive, Rich. You know I mean, what? come on. I mean, do you do, what do you believe in Jordan Love? I mean, if you were on this team, would you have confidence in him? Mitchell, I said it at the beginning of the year. Packers fans were in my mentions, very pissed off that I said it. I said, you do not strike gold three times. You had you, you had Brett wailing and dealing, got your Super Bowl. Good years at quarterback. Risky, but good years. You had Aaron, less risky. Great years, four-time MVP. You weren't happy. You weren't happy. He wanted he wanted to do ayahuasca, and you guys are upset. He's taking dark room retreats. You guys are getting upset. I'm gonna let you know something. I guarantee, if you had him right now, you'd be like, "Go ahead and take your dark room retreat. Come back and slay for us." Because are you guys doing any better without him? You know, is the grass greener on the other side, or is it still just grass? Because it looks still like grass without four MVPs. It just looks like grass. Jordan Love isn't playing awful. He's not playing bad. He's playing solid football, just not well enough to overcome the deficiencies that you guys have. And defensively, you guys aren't doing enough to overcome a young quarterback. And that's week in and week out. You you know, these guys could easily be one and six. I mean, one and five right now. If they if they didn't have that comeback win, the field goal kicker missed against the Saints. You know, we'd be talking about a one and five Green Bay Packers team. And it'd be a lot easier to have that conversation. You'd be talking about you know, what What? What do they change next year? But this was a, a, a bad loss to them, a great win for the Broncos. Russell Wilson played a solid game, 20 of 29, 194 in a touchdown, 98.9 p- 
passer rating. Cortland Sutton had a solid game. Um, P.J. Locke had interception. But again, it's going to be another benchmark game next week for the Denver Broncos playing against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Every time you think you got a chance, make sure every time you think, oh, we're going to get a little bit of momentum, they got to play Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's tough. Um, and they got to respond. Well, I feel like we just saw that that matchup on Thursday Night Football last week, if I'm not mistaken, Rich. You're right. And I have a feeling it's going to be a lot worse than it was on Thursday night. I think the Chiefs are coming into their own. The Broncos are still that same team. They, congrats to them. Got the win today. But the Green Bay Packers, over the last four games, have started out the first half 63-6 to in favor of their opponents. I mean, this tells you something. They have got to figure it out. You know, the first possession of the game should be the easiest, right? You can you can game plan it in your hotel room, get everything right and ready, and, and the Packers can't even get it going from the jump. So, Richard, they play a foe in the Vikings, a division foe next week. If they can't get it right then, they might have to just start thinking about the aforementioned Caleb Williams. Mitchell, Caleb Williams. With only two wins on the season, it's, it's not too late to start tanking. I don't know if Caleb Williams is the answer for everybody, Mitchell. They're starting to see cracks in the, the Caleb Williams armor, Mitchell. They're starting to look at his film and say, plays really good against non-elite teams. And then against those elite teams, his numbers look very pedestrian. Now, not to say the arm talent and everything he has isn't there, and he may be a better pro, just like Patrick Mahomes didn't play incredible in, in college against top teams. But guess what? Against the league teams, he acts like he's playing in his backyard against lesser talent. So you never know. But I just, I don't know. We'll get to the end of the season, figure out who's going to get him, and then we'll talk that talk. But Pittsburgh and the Rams, Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett. Yes, he can. Kenny Pickett. Yes, he can. Again, Kenny Pickens to George Pickens. Kenny Pickett to George Pickens. He finally figured it out, Mitchell. Throw the ball to George Pickens early and often. Please, you'll win ball games. Whatever you do, if you don't do nothing else, throw it to George Pickens. Their defense played pretty well again. T.J. Watt is going to make an impact on the game. He had an interception in the game. Najee Harris had 14 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. But somehow they kept Cooper Cup in check, Mitchell. I don't know how they did it, but they couldn't keep Puka Nakua Puka in check, Mitchell. He had eight for 154, but they just couldn't get in that end zone like they needed to. Only 17 points. Matthew Stafford, who's been having a really good season, was 14 of 29, less than 50% completion percentage, Mitchell. 231, a touchdown, and that critical interception to T.J. Watt. Ah, Puka Nakua. What a story. He sure is. He's a second player with 150-plus yards in a game. Fourth rookie last 10 years with multiple 150-plus yard games, Richard. Um, that is wild. The other people on that list, OBJ, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Mm. Again, Puka Nakua, fourth rookie in the last 10 years with multiple 150-yard games. Richard, this game's telling me a lot, though, and it's telling me Mike Tomlin Mike Tom. should not be slept on. He he is a he is a coach of the year candidate. No one has done more with less than than Mike Tomlin, especially over the last few years. I mean this this Pittsburgh team seems to be lacking in talent, but they don't seem to be lacking in wins. Rich, they're four and two right now. I don't know how they do it. You know they 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 beat they beat the Baltimore Ravens, who like you said. 
beat the brakes <laughs> off of my Detroit Lions who are still rolling down the road brakeless, right? I, I don't know if they've been able to stop on their way home. And Richard, they do it against a, a Rams team that's looked impressive this year. I mean, the rec- record's three and four now, but this is a team I think that is – that is rising back up to what they were a little bit, and, and the Steelers dispose of them relatively easily on the road. Um, Kenny Pickett, Pickett, yes, he can, had no interceptions no. today, which yeah. and he needed a game like this. And Najee Harris, a guy that really hasn't done a whole lot on the season, was able to get in the end zone today. Richard, what, what are your expectations going forward of the Steelers? I know there's a lot of question marks within the NFL as a whole, as a whole, but are the Steelers a division contender in your eyes? No question, Mitchell. And you got to give Mike Tomlin credit. He has never had a losing season in what, 17 years of coaching, but he has, he's not getting coach of the year considerations. People don't, don't consider him one of the, the, if not the all time great, because Belichick has the six rings with Brady. But if, if that didn't happen, Mitchell, you'd have to talk about him as one of the greatest coaches ever, because he's never had a losing season, regardless of who his quarterback is regardless of if he has Hall of Famers or not on his defense. He's a great coach. He doesn't make excuses. He coaches men. He talks to them like men, and they're having a good season. So, yes, you give him consideration. But, again, a great litmus test is coming up with the Jacksonville Jaguars coming into town and and, uh, Trevor Lawrence. If they can get that win, Mitchell, again, my power rankings are open for business. And I would love to see it. The Rams have a, a, a bounce-back opportunity against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Can they do it? Matt Stafford usually plays well in Jerry's world. He's back close to his home. I, I, I'm trying to figure out. Maybe he can do it. Maybe he can't. But it's going to be some good games. And, and some. We'll, we'll know more after that week for sure. Yeah, well, we're almost entering the mid mid uh, midpoint of the season now. And teams are starting to separate themselves but again question marks uh, abound new york uh, here's the team that was down and out another team in the caleb williams sweepstakes that just says screw it we're gonna take the win instead tyrod taylor your boy tyrod virginia tech product uh goes out gets the win i mean frankly he's probably better than dan daniel jones at this point um tyrod 18 to 29 279 two tutties uh, 116.9 passer rating uh, Saquon Barkley did his thing, made an impact on this game, had a receiving touchdown on a big play there. But shockingly, I mean, I expected more of, out of Washington. I thought Sam Howell looked all right. You know, he thought he was coming to life. And, and New York's defense has come to life over these last couple of weeks. And they're giving this team hope. And, and they were able to pull off a big division win against these Washington commanders. Richard, I know it's, it's relatively meaningless. These are two sub-500 teams, but... What, what do you like about the Giants? I like right Tyrod. Anything? I like Tyrod Taylor. And I like everybody else a lot when, more when Tyrod's playing. Darren Waller probably likes playing football a lot more when Tyrod Taylor's playing because he had no touchdowns on the season until Tyrod Taylor played. And now he's having one of his best. He had one of his best games of the season. Um, had a great game. I'm sure he's very excited with it. Uh, you, you talk about Saquon having one of his better games. Hey, you open up the pass game. He had a receiving touchdown. That was a beautiful pass from Tyrod. Uh, 21 rushes for 77 yards, but that defense, Dexter Lawrence coming to life, two sacks, Kayvon Thibodeau, one and a half sacks, Deion Bank, Deontay Banks uh, had an interception on a, on a great play by him, you know, sneaking into that cover too and coming up and intercepting that ball. But give Washington a lot of credit too because their D-line and their defense is playing well. 
you, you finally get some real good production from Chase Young, two sacks, Montez Sweat, a sack. That all, you know, that that New York offensive line has been porous all year. But good job, Tyrod. People are gonna question: Is he better than than the other guy? Yes, right now he is. He's playing better than him. Yes, he is. But they're going to bring him back when he comes back. They're going to bring him back and insert him right back into the starting lineup because they paid him so much money. That's why the cautionary tale about who you pay because you could have got better play from Tyrod Taylor than you could Daniel Jones, but you got to play Daniel Jones now, even though Tyrod is playing better and putting your team in a position to win ball games, and Daniel Jones has not. But it is what it is. We got to move on to the NFC South. A division between Atlanta and Tampa. What I, I I thought Tampa would pull this one off, especially with Desmond Same. Ritter. Three red zone turnovers. I thought there's no way they're winning this game. There's no way they won the game, Mitchell. He lost three fumbles, <laughs> fumbled one into the end zone for a touchback. I, I mean, their best player, Bajon Robinson, got hurt or sick early in the game. I mean, didn't have any. I don't think he had a touch on the game. Only had like six plays. I just didn't understand that. And Baker Mayfield struggled through this game, um, but he still had 275, a touchdown, an interception, three rushes for 32 yards. But it just wasn't enough, and it never looked like they were comfortable. They only scored 13 points in the game. I get to watch them next week on Thursday Night Football. You know, Mike Evans, one of the most underrated receivers in the National Football League's history, had a solid game, six catches for 82 yards and a long touchdown. But I just don't understand what happened, you know, give – Give Atlanta's defense credit, but there were still some one-on-ones that I think they could have took advantage of. Well, this NFC South is looking pretty rough right now, Rich. And I, I, I want your in, your in, your input on who do you think is going to win? Because you got the Tampa Bay Bucks, like you said, three red zone turnovers that they forced against Stedman Ritter. Is he's the he the guy in Atlanta? Probably not. I mean, they got a lot of talent there. I think he might be holding them back, especially with those three red zone turnovers. I'm not, I don't have faith in Atlanta. Tampa Bay, I thought we had faith in them. I mean, you're going to see them on Thursday night, but they lose an at-home game against a division foe. The Saints, Derek Carr looked absolutely brutal on Thursday night. You, you had a first-hand view of that. And then Richard, Carolina Panthers. Who, who wants to win this division? Who do you think eventually will win this division? Because someone's going to have to win this division. I don't know. I, I think at this point, I mean, this game was a, a good barometer. I thought it was going to be Tampa because they beat the Saints. Um, but, I mean, it looks like Atlanta now. Every week it looks like somebody different. So, I don't know. I can't guess it. Uh, we're going to have to just wait till this one plays out. Last year, the winner of this division had under 500 record, I believe. It was T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, I, I just don't really know. It's a weird year right now, and we got to keep letting the games play out. But good win for the Atlanta Falcons. And thank you guys again for joining us. Join us again next week for our special guest. Appreciate you every time you join us. Appreciate you coming through again. Hit the subscribe button if you're new. Join me and my guy, Mitch Eisenstein, every week. Same time, same place. See you there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.